0: Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley. Is this our is this our summer vacation episode? Should so, we should we, should we drink uh, Virgin Strawberry Daiquiris and wear our swimsuits? I don't know. I I like the age I'm currently, and I don't want to risk going coming off the beach 50 years from now. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even supposed to be about the movie. Okay, I guess that doesn't. Anyway, that was. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a beach-themed movie. It is. So I guess it's our summer It's our summer and holiday. I, w- I wondered why Ty came in wearing just a swimsuit. <laughs> uh, with but sunscreen on my nose. Before, before we get to old, we're just going to give our pick for favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. Ty, what do you got? My favorite thing about old, I just want to say this. Yeah? I shouldn't. I'm already jumping the gun. You're going out of order. It's that I learned how to say Shyamalan, right? Finally, (laughs) I've always said M. Night (laughs) Shyamalan. And now I got it. There you go. Shyamalan. Um, He introduced the movie in the version I saw. Um, Probably everyone's, but I don't know. My favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie is uh, I guess Sixth Sense? That's a a a personal opinion. I'm not a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan. That's fine. Uh, for me, it's going to be unbreakable. With Kimmy Schmidt? Nope. Bruce Willis. <sighs> okay. Samuel it, L. Jackson. And his bones can't break or something? Uh, yeah, he doesn't break. Samuel L. Jackson breaks easily. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah okay. Spawned one and a half sequels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Ty, let's get about. Old. Did you suspect drug testing immediately? <laughs> I didn't. You did? I think I did, I think. You okay. The he, the thing about the writing was all these little foreshadowing things are super heavy handed and like yeah. it's kind of the opposite of uh The Green Knight, which is another movie we supposed saw. That's gonna come out next week, so I don't know how yeah, you know about that. Yeah. Um where like Ugh, like if if they mention anything, it has to come back at the end. Where the the kids are like we're gonna grow old and have mortgages and houses next to each other. Like, what six year old even knows what a mortgage is? Yeah, no. Or like, um, oh, when the when the family's in the van on the very beginning, going to the resort for the first time, and the daughter's singing, and the mom's like, I can't wait to hear your voice when you're older. It's like. <laughs> So heavy-handed, and so so. Why I'm saying this is because the father finds some pamphlet about pharmaceutical industry using that hotel.
1: That's so said, bad.
0: But he says it like r- real fast, so I didn't quite catch it. But I guess you did, and then it's like obvious. Oh, okay. And he's just like, "Oh, they must do conferences here. I think my company might switch to start using them as our drug oh, provider." So bad. Honestly, my biggest problem with this movie is going to be the dialogue and the two parents, or like the the couple. Well, let's get into that. Their interactions were so stiff and formal and a weird, like, yes, I understand they're going, they're about to separate and like, things might be a little strained, but I just don't think you would talk to anybody that way. Or like, at one point he's like, I need to tell you something. Oh, wait, I'll tell you later. And he literally says it like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, really bad. I agree. I don't think that girl, uh, the woman I don't think is a good actor. And I I think you don't think the guy's a good actor. I really like him in Mozart in the Jungle, but he's, like, doing some weird stuff in that show. I love him in the movie No. I don't know that movie. It's a Chilean movie. Oh. Oh, It's so good. And he's great in it. Okay. But, yeah, this one is just awkward. I mean, I think, yeah, you can fall back and say, well, that's right. That's why they're getting separated. But it was (laughs) stiff acting which is unfortunate because I think the design and the action of this movie is pretty strong. Like I liked how we set up the tension on the beach and the interactions between the different groups. And I think like there are a couple, a couple of set pieces. Like, I don't know what set pieces, but like it, the movie just moves pretty fast once they're on the beach from like thing to thing. Don't you, I mean, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I thought it took a little bit of time for them to say, Oh, we're getting older on the beach. I wish they would have re- realized that faster especially because if you watch the trailer you already know the premise and so I just feel like any moment any time spent in the film before we get to that premise is wasted like even though they set up all the stuff about like the the husband of the like the Instagram wife being like racist and jealous and and like the nurse and the epileptic seizure and stuff well again that's the heavy handed setup I feel like I feel like we don't need, we don't need to see her having an epileptic uh, fit. Like someone, someone who has epileptic fits always has them. So all she has to say, or her husband just has to say on the beach, you're not having an epileptic fit. How do you feel? That'd be a a good way to do it. I mean, that's naturally what would happen, right? Yeah. If she's having them all the time. Did you figure out that, I mean, you figure out pretty quickly that they're all there because they have some medical issues. Someone in their family does, but it's pretty horrible that... They would sacrifice the kids too. It's pretty weird. they like, send the parents to like an all-inclusive adult vacation. Yeah, that's awful. Um, but did you figure out pretty quick that that fact that they're all sick is related to the pharmaceutical? Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that. you were too into it. You were. Oh yeah. Lost in the story. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Lost, I love that guy from Lost that's in this film, Ken Leon. Yeah, yeah. He's great. I just love his vibe. Maybe someday I'll make a movie with him. Did you watch Industry? that he's in, the HBO mm. show? No, I don't He's, like, it. very intense in it. It's, it's good. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. I would, uh, uh, check it out. Dang, that might be my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too early. I already it's, said it. It's too early. Okay. I have to think of something. <laughs> I thought, um... I think it's a super interesting premise, but it's also... I mean, at this point, we have to say, M. Night Shyamalan... He does them so often, and then there are always these kind of things where it's almost like a contrivance or a gimmick. Do you feel that way? Well, this is not something he created. It's based off of a like a graphic novel. I know, but like he, chose but he, to, he chose to do it because something identified with him. Yeah, he, he liked something about it. Like you think he couldn't tell just a straightforward movie. He needs there to be the twist. Well, the twist is one thing. I mean, wouldn't you say in this one the twist is finding out that it's intentional, they're trying to kill them, and it's a pharmaceutical company? Yes, I think that is the twist. Yeah. So there has to be a twist, but there also has to be some crazy premise to begin with. Like, his bones break easy. Or he's a split person, that he has multiple personality disorder. Or he's dead. Like, there has to be something, I guess that's a twist too, because it has to be revealed later. Yeah. Or the, yeah, you, you, no, no, you grow old. On, I think you growing old on the beach would it, be would be a twist, except it's totally given away in the trailer. Right, but it, it's also it's the inciting incident. Yeah, it happens. That is what sets everything else in motion. Well, I mean, the thing that I can't wait from this movie is at the very end, we got to the point where we do go see the pharmaceutical lab, and they're talking about the success or failures. And I think this movie would have been more interesting to have more of their perspective along the way. And I get it that you're very you're like you're in the vibe of the beach and you're staying with those families, and that's a that's a fine way to do the movie. Like I I don't I don't know. yeah it's a that's fine choice fine. it's a choice but I would have preferred to see more about the moral quandary of putting these people on the beach and knowing one person has a psychotic issue and another person has a health issue that just is like a one line throwaway like maybe we shouldn't put those people together. Yeah. So you're saying well yeah, because that's that's just a more recognizable, interesting human dilemma, really. The stuff that's happening on the beach is not a human recognizable dilemma that we face in life. Yeah, but do you sacrifice a few people for the good of the many? It's like something philosophers have talked about forever. Yeah. Do you? No. Do maybe, you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what does that make you? Nietzsche? I don't know. You're the (laughs) philosopher, apparently. Oh, I I don't know. I think, honestly, people would sign up to go to this beach if you were just honest about it. So. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Maybe. People with health, like life ending health concerns, would be like, yeah, give me an experimental drug and I'll go live on this beach and see if it works. People would choose to sacrifice themselves, I think. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Did you understand why the. The black man The rapper was there On the beach He also said he was there Recovering from an illness So there was something Wrong with him That his medication Was deep treating But why wasn't he At the hotel I think they uh, As I understand it Him and that The other girl Just got dropped off Early in the morning That's so weird It doesn't make a lot of sense No It it feels unnatural Um, His name was hilarious Midsize Sedan (laughs) Was that it? I don't remember I really liked his character And I was bummed When he got killed early I thought he was really interesting. And don't let that guy get a knife again. He already had stabbed somebody. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, obviously. Tie, I mean, tie him up, probably. Yeah. And obviously, he was having a Alzheimer's dementia episode. I mean... No, like, he's like, what's the name of the movie? I, he like, like, would get distracted and frustrated. Yeah, as soon as that happens once, you're like, okay, we have to watch you. Why didn't anyone try the thing of walking out of the canyon slowly that they recommended? Like, that seems like a pretty viable option. Better than trying to swim af- away from the beach. I don't know, Reed. I can't explain it, but there's only one way out. I, I knew the whole time I was thinking, they have to read that note from the totally, friend, totally. of course. And it's going to be the key. But it was a dumb key. My uncle doesn't like the coral. Yeah, and they figure out from that that they have to swim through the coral. No. Well, it's also like... He would have, tra- that that kid would have translated that note immediately on the bus. Yeah. And it's like, maybe if you do it then, and then like the next, you know, 10 hours later, he's like, wait a minute, did this note mean something? Like, but to be like, oh, I'm just going to be a child again and go translate this note from my friend. Because building a sandcastle made me think of my friend. Yeah. It was a little rough. That's true. Very contrived. It's, yeah, it. And it's also just not the, again, it's not the age. I feel like I say this on lots of podcasts, but it's not the agency of the characters that solves their problem. It's this gift from outside. Which was the worst death? It's got to be that blonde. Oh my gosh, the cave. Chica. That was gross. It was, but great for like a... The visual was amazing. Yeah, but but gross, totally gross. But she, I, I don't know. She was a character who made me think, maybe M. Knight was trying to do some, t- some, uh, like there's a brief moment where I was like, are these, do these characters represent the seven sins and she's vanity? But I, I didn't get too long. I, I I thought about it a little bit. I was like, I don't think so. That seems too deep, but he yeah. did go to Catholic school, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I liked her. You could just see how, um, and again, you didn't need all that weird setup. You could tell immediately that she's the self-involved, self evolved kind of person. Yeah. And to see her just deconstruct, the de, yeah, devolve like that. But she needs her calcium. Yeah. <laughs> but you can, you don't even need that, right? No, because old people tend to stoop. I mean, you don't need a special case for that. I agree. No, I, I think you're right. Hmm. Okay, are there other things you did like? I feel like we've covered a lot of this movie. Well, I just thought uh, the other again. This is about the bad writing. Where he has the character trait of this pretentious ten year old kid, or was he ten or six? He was six. Six. A six year old boy, is that he goes around asking people their name and their job, which so you get immediately that there's a policeman on the beach. Uh, you get that he can go find the next day to get to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, it's for me that that feels like the writer put that in as a way to make the ending possible. Instead of having it be something that's really true to a character or or realistic, well, don't you think it'd be more powerful if they died, the the two kids? Yeah, I I don't know. They, I mean, that's a like a little mini twist where they're under the water for a long time. <laughs> but protagonists can always hold their breath as long as they need. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I I just think like I don't know. Maybe you want there to be victory or revenge, but. I think it would be more chilling if the pharmaceutical company just keeps operating. The next set of test subjects get there the next day and they keep going. Well, that's a very odd movie, Reed. That would be no redemption. You really think that would be better? That would not be better. That would be depressing. I think it would be darker for sure. Very dark. Yeah. We want the, we want to win in the end. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's probably better that they make it out. All right, Reed. And we're only nine months older since this podcast <laughs> began. Uh, Ty, what are you gonna rate old out of five? This one's tough for me, but I'm gonna give it a three. I'm. That's interesting. I don't know. Are you borderline two three? I'm a, a borderline, but I will give it a three. No, also. you give it a two. That'll that our average. No, up. no, no. I want to be my own. Don't <laughs> okay. don't push me down. I, I. It's an interesting premise. It's interesting to think about it. It gets sentimental and sappy, but I don't know. I am a big believer, you know, I got that app, which is my recommendation for today. Oh, let's go. Let's get to it. It's called We Croak, and it reminds you that you're going to die, which makes you carpe diem. All right. We're tying out deep. I'm going to also go deep with my recommendation. Uh, I've been reading Letters from a Stoic by Seneca, and they're like short, five-minute reads. You can do one at a time or several at a time if you get into it, but just talks about how to live a stoic life and have that mindset, which I think is helpful. I'm more a get vulnerable and messy kind of guy. (laughs) Uh, Don't just be sad today because I was sad yesterday kind of guy. Well, that is good. I support that (laughs) fully. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. Two virgin pina coladas into it. And my legs are already sunburned beyond recognition. Bye. Bye.